This is ONA on air from ONA 22 in Los Angeles, California. Inspiring and supporting innovation and excellence in digital journalism, boldly innovating to better engage and inform the public. My name is Lindsay Hood. I'm reporting from ONA Los Angeles. You've probably already seen it on the agenda. Blank is the future of journalism. You're probably asking, what is it? Why should I go? The Friday session is the creation of Robert Hernandez, a professor of journalism at the University of Southern California. Hernandez's focus is the intersection of technology and journalism. An avid promoter of diversity and inclusion, Hernandez says, as journalists, we have to figure out what we have to offer as the fourth estate. Uh, I've actually been doing blank as the future of journalism for a few ONAs. Um, it's a lot of my work and projects work on multiple layers and levels. And um, one of the things I noticed is that when we talk about new technologies or um, new opportunities, often those panels don't have really diverse panelists. Um, it really also comes as a counter to the future of journalism panels that often are only white men driven panels, whether it's at South by Southwest or other conferences, um, perhaps ONA that have white men only or men only panels about the future of journalism. I wanted to create something that was a counter to that. And that would also tap into really smart people who are experts in their field whether it's AI or augmented reality or other types of concepts um, that aren't routinely brought or invited to a panel. I wanted to be able to bring them to, to a panel where they could shine. I also know that if, you know, if I'm looking for diversity, anything with diversity doesn't get much of attendance. Um, so this is not a diversity panel but it is quite diverse with uh, everyone on the panel pretty being pretty amazing. And because the way I'm wired and I can't help it, I also uh, embraced an improv game that uh, I created with some other journalists called Blank is the Future of Journalism. So it's presented in the frame of a game show, an improv game show where, where these really talented folks will improv about what they think the future of journalism is and they quote unquote compete against each other but it's really a platform to let these really brilliant people shine and drop knowledge and have the influence of Beyonce, Big Frida and other things uh, into our mix and this isn't about tech trends this is kind of a mashup of different things coming together where people can philosophize about the future of news. For example, yes, we've talked about podcasts or newsletters or tech and platforms before, but we also talked about the empathy, empathy being the future of news and how important that is. Um, so <clears throat> it's a reframing of that where brilliant people will kind of showcase their kind of stuff and they'll, they'll be able, it's, it's, spontaneous as well. So the panelists often don't know who the other panelists are until it's on the website. I don't want them to meet and talk together uh, and share their thoughts. I want this session to be really spontaneous and off the cuff. 
And so um, I don't want them to prepare and do their homework. Uh, I want them to just tap into their inherent brilliance. Um, the hope is to have more uh, enlightening conversations that get people to think about different topics in different ways. Um, there's so many futures of journalism. Some could be hard skills, some could be soft skills, but all of them are important as we try to figure out the path forward in the constantly changing landscape of modern media. But um, the hope is to have these conversations and have people reflect, right? One of the past panelists uh, talked about empathy being the future of journalism, because in all honesty, it's not been part of its past. We have had issues with how we cover communities. The term decolonizing journalism has been prevalent in conversations about how to reframe journalism. Hernandez says it's about a shift in focus and finding new perspectives. Um, it's really thinking about what do we have to offer as journalists, uh, as a role, as the fourth estate, which seems so important, more important now than ever before. How do we approach our work, our craft, our industry to stay relevant, but also make revenue? The spirit of that is to change and reframe um, a very white-centric perspective. Uh, if we look at uh, the definition of what's ethical, the ethics of news, the, co the code of ethics in news, um, the perspective of a woman, the perspective of a non-binary person, the perspective of, of a person of color, the perspective of someone who is not uh, straight uh, is by default in that framing defined as uh, bias, right? They are not part of the main view, cis, white, male, female, possibly Christian or mainstream religion. Anyone outside of that framework is othered as and immediately deemed as uh, bias. And that just dismisses the vast majority of people on this planet and puts them in the wrong box. And it's that's how I interpret that that framing of decolonizing um, journalism in newsrooms. It also could be interpreted in terms of when we look at um, uh, foreign correspondence, you know, uh, there's job postings that are embarrassingly bad and out of touch and how to cover Africa or how to cover Asia or how to cover Latin America when it's really in code for how do we cover these countries from the white perspective, uh, from the Western white perspective, opposed to how do we tap into the voices of the informed local people of the area and have them educate us uh, and elevate our, our, our stuff, right? We have foreign correspondents that go to a country that don't speak the language and spend a whole hell of a lot of money getting a translator or a fixer who will help them uh, do their job rather than, hell, hiring that fixer directly who knows who to talk to and understands the issues a bit better. All these topics are in play in this session and the different folks that are on that stage, uh, I just, every time I do this, I'm in awe of the stuff that I can think of. And again, it's not rehearsed. It's spontaneous, off the cuff in that moment. Um, and it, because of that framing, in the past, we have not live streamed or saved 
uh, the, the video uh, for the session. You have to be there in that moment, but also because it allows people to be more frank and honest without, you know, thinking that, oh, no, what is my employer going to think? Because that's what we need to benefit from, having frank conversations about all these topics and have dialogue and, you know, hear someone's take and respectfully agree or disagree or amplify it. Or in improv terms, it's a term called yes and, right? And that, again, is the spirit of this panel. It is based on a game uh, that we created and I created a website. That's the framework of the session, but it's really multi-layered and tapping into folks. Uh, Big Frida plays uh, a role because when it's an improv game uh, in person, you know, person A giving the answer while person B is waiting to give their answer, person B is going to have an inherent advantage. So I put on uh, noise-canceling headphones and blast Big Frida. Um to uh, release the wiggle and to uh, drown out the audio so person A can give an answer. And then when person B joins us uh, back into the session, they don't have an advantage and they get to riff on what they want to riff. Just every walk of life is here in journalism and we need uh, to be here uh, to help keep journalism relevant and accurate and ethical to serve our communities. Join Robert and his panelists Friday morning at 10.30 in the San Francisco San Jose Rooms. Online News Association is the world's largest digital journalism association. 